Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. I mean, they have, uh, I think they've only really been challenged in one game. I think a lot, maybe 64 Minnesota. Um, you know, they got two of their hitters on the cover of Baseball America. You could probably tell you something right there. Um, they got some big-time players, always have. You know, really, the last 20 years, they've, they've put out a bunch of big leaguers, and I'm sure that's not going to slow down anytime soon. Uh, coach does a great job, and, yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to have score. We're going to beat them because they're, uh, they're not going to get cheated at the play. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. That was Dave Van Horn talking about Oregon State. Beavers are 5-0 and with wins over New Mexico, Minnesota, Cal State, Bakersfield, poor Bakersfield, Minnesota again, and then Texas Tech. And, of course, Arkansas and uh, those dudes from Oregon State will go at it today, Globe Life Field, first of three games, and looking forward to it for sure. And Pagan Smith, we talked to him earlier in the week, he is chomping at the bit to get back on the mound after what was not, not his best effort the other day. Um, but looking for a chance to rebound today, and here was Coach Van Horn this week. Admittedly, sounds like he's in a windstorm, uh, but talking about Hagen's first outing. I don't worry about Hagen a bit. Um, I made a comment last week. Someone asked me what I talked to Hagen about. I don't talk to Hagen about baseball much. I asked him about his dog and how his girlfriend's doing. And, you know, we just talk like, like friends. And uh, he's an incredible worker, tough as they come, and... Hey, he he didn't pitch good in the cold, and he didn't he had trouble gripping the ball. And uh, now, if he had a couple more outings like that in the road, I might get a little bit concerned. But I'm not concerned about him. His attitude this week has been great. Um, I think he's just ready to get back up and, and on that mound of pitch. DJ, we talked to Hagen Smith this week. Did he mention having yeah. an issue gripping the ball? No, we, we asked about the cold weather, and he said uh, it actually wasn't that bad. Uh, um, he says it shouldn't have been a reason. He just said he was struggling with strike zone, getting in there, finding a rhythm. Um, but everyone else was kind of making the excuse for him because they know right. that he wouldn't. So apparently, if you're in the game of baseball, which I am not, uh, that weather does affect you. And I, I could see that. I mean... Even gripping a football in freezing temperature, uh, it's difficult. That's why you always see quarterbacks trying to lick their fingers or they always keep yeah. their hands warm, try to get them moist so they can get a, a grip on the ball. Uh, so maybe it was a thing. I do know one thing, though. That's not going to be the case uh, this weekend for the Razorbacks. No. And if we have another poor performance, I also heard something Coach Dave Van Horn said. Maybe he needs to take a page out of Coach Nutt's book. You know what I mean? Maybe we have to let go of well, that girlfriend. Well, first of all, you know? Two, two things. Two things. First of all, it occurred to me when he said that, I was like, wow, it was DJ, just like DJ with Coach Petrino. They hardly ever talked football. They just talked about life and chummed it up a little bit. Just kidding. Uh, the other part of it was, that's a championship mentality. That is an all-American mentality from Hagen Smith. Because you're yeah. right. It is a factor. And it is a legitimate excuse if you're a pitcher. But it he is. didn't make it. He didn't bring it up. He didn't allude to it. He didn't suggest it. He didn't give it any credence at all. Because he's a bad dude. And that's what guys yeah. do that are like him. And I love it. So I'm going to give him a big uh, pat on the back. Now, uh, I will say this. Talk this, is, this will be, sorry, before you move on. I do want to ask this. It, it was cold that whole weekend, right? Um, right. Did it affect the other pitchers? Well, that is fair, too. McIntyre came in right behind him and pitched his butt off. So, yeah, you're right. You know, uh-huh. And sometimes you just don't have your best stuff for whatever reason. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
Uh, let's keep it rolling here, talking some hoops, and we got a little bit here from. Uh, where's my music? Uh, we got a little bit here from Eric Musselman, and we've had some injuries at in Fayetteville. Arkansas was short-handed this week, and still able to get a big win. And it looked good at Texas A&M. Let's hope that continues. Arkansas playing Missouri early tomorrow. Uh, here's Coach Mosselman on Brazil and Graham being dinged up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that that he'll, you know, play this season as long as there's no setbacks. He's been gradually working his way back into um, the fold. Uh, hopefully. Uh, he'll be able to go through some practice today. He has gone through some light stuff of late. And then uh, Jalen Graham will not practice today, possibly will practice Friday. You know, both guys, I would I would say, because we didn't practice yesterday and, and uh, we haven't practiced yet, I would, I would say both guys nearing a return, whether that's Saturday or Tuesday or or the following Saturday, sometime within the next three games, we would expect to have you know both of them back. Uh, all right, yeah, early start tomorrow again. Uh, we mentioned earlier, Arkansas women fall at Texas A&M last night, and then gymnastics and softball up in Fayetteville today. So if you're looking for something to do up that way, um, all right, your let's get to on, it, uh, Tom Brazil. Murphy. Yeah. So, Tom, Tom, I was just curious, your thoughts on Brazil uh, trying to get back. I mean, with the way Makai Mitchell's playing, I mean, are you really in a rush for that to happen? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to have everybody back, even though, yeah. you know, again, they're different roles for sure. But, um, we, yeah, I just, I don't know. I um, I love the way Makai's playing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so does Coach, I think. So, yeah. Uh, let's, bring, uh, let's bring Tom in here. And uh, visit with him about the weekend that's coming up here. Again, we're live at Oakland today, getting set for the weekend. Rebel Stakes is uh, coming up here this weekend. Tomorrow, actually, we're going to talk to Brad Cox, the trainer of the favorite in both the Honeybee and the Rebel, in just about 20 minutes. But let's get Tom in here to talk about baseball and basketball and whatever else he wants to get into. What do you say, Tom? Man, I say it's a good weekend. I'm, I'm good. How are y'all? Doing great. We're good. We're good. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. So we were just talking about Hagen Smith and the fact that he was on with us this week and didn't make any excuses about his poor outing. But you know, Coach Van Horn mentioned that maybe he was having a hard time gripping the ball because of the cold. And uh, you know, DJ made a great point. I and mean, there were some other guys that pitched darn well for Arkansas in the same environment. So um, bottom line is, we all expect him to bounce back this week, even against a team as good as Oregon State. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you on that. And, you know, Dave Van Horn was very positive about, hey, you know, the question, did you talk to Hagen about it? He's like, yeah, I talked to him. I asked him how his dog is doing. He knows how to pitch. He, he's really good at it. He knows what he's doing. He's going to bounce back. So, you know, I, I think if it equates to five innings, um, maybe a couple, three runs or less, then it's a really good bounce back. Um, if he continues with the control issues, because, you know, he's had them. He's had the issue of having to throw too many pitches, you know, uh, in an inning, and it, it lessens his chance to go deep in games and things like that. So he's just got to be more efficient. The thing is, you know, the first guy worked a wall. He worked him pretty good. But 0-2 pitch, the guy's trying to bunt, and he, and he hits him with a pitch. And then the fly ball and the wind gets it. And it's 3 to nothing, and you really haven't pitched that bad, and you've thrown a bunch of pitches. So... Um, you know, Oregon State's going to try to work him, foul off pitches and such, and so he's got to he's got to be he's got to be able to have a, a, a an out pitch, a wipeout pitch when he gets two strikes on guys. Yeah, we barely talked about Tiger this week, Tom, because well, he pitched really well the other day. What would you like, or what did you see uh, that stood out about his performance? Yeah, and I got to go back and listen to your uh, talk to Hagen. That that was that's of great interest to me. So I'm going to find that. But um, yeah, Tiger. He he did what you know he did what he was supposed to do five innings I want to say it was a couple of three maybe a couple of three hits and then he hit I think two hits and he hit three batters including the same guy in the helmet twice and, and that guy ended up having to come out but I think he gave up one run, one run and his curveball was was effective I mean that's that was a good way to start the season for him. 
So what have you, uh, other than the fact they're 5-0 and and sounds like they're really getting it going offensively, what, what do you know about Oregon State, the matchup? Yeah, I looked into them pretty extensively yesterday for what I wrote. Uh, they're hitting they're hitting three, I think 333 as a team, or maybe 340 as a team. They're ranked really high. They're scoring 10-plus runs a game. And, you know, it hasn't come against a bunch of whopping teams, but some of them have been pretty good. I mean, Minnesota's played them and Texas Tech. But they scored double-digit runs, I think, in three of their games, 52 runs. Um, the pitcher they've got going tonight um, um, is a, a transfer from Arizona who, um, who who threw pretty well in the season opener. So, uh, you know, Razorback hitters going to have to be a little bit more consistent. They In those four games, they didn't – you know, they blew them out in the 15-5 to five game. But the other three, they had chances to – you know, runners on base and two outs and, and too often got out. Or, and they didn't have productive outs when, you know, they'd had a runner on third less than two. So, um, they'll have to be a lot more efficient than that to have a chance to knock off the, the Beavers tonight. Yeah, I was going to ask about this weekend. What'd you say, Dustin, earlier? Uh, bet or plus 300? Is that right? This weekend? Yeah, to win, win, to win all three. Games? Yeah. What are your feelings on that? You think they got a chance to go ahead and knock out all three of these games this weekend? Um, you know, I think they're five and one in Globe Life Field, so they've had a three-game sweep there. They they played pretty well in these tournaments in Texas, and they they really like to go go to them. But to sweep all three of these, you know, Oklahoma State probably has a little bit of burr in their saddle against the Razorbacks for the things they've done to them in recent years, including. You know, going over there and winning the regional a couple of years ago in route to the College World Series. So I, I would say it's going to be difficult to win all three. And to me, I think the hardest one is tonight. Um, and then Michigan, they're a little bit down since they went to the College World Series a few years ago, um, to the finals. And, um, Oklahoma State, I haven't looked a lot into them quite yet, but I think winning all three would be a tough, uh, tough road to hoe for the Razorbacks. All right, let's move over to hoops, Tom, and talk about uh, the matchup this weekend. Arkansas has the potential. I don't want to jinx it, but win streak? Sound good to anybody? I don't know. Coming off the victory, got Missouri this weekend, and the potential, obviously, to knock. You did? I like it. To knock off uh, Vanderbilt next week. Are Are we talking big dance here? Is that what we're talking about, Tom? Oh, my gosh. We're talking. Did you already hit the bar, DJ? I know you're in the main line. The, uh, it's getting close, getting they just they just opened up oh, here at Oakland. They just opened everything up. No no drinks yet. No drinks yet. But there's always a shot. Hey Tom, we were talking about this. I know a lot of people are no. counting them out. We know where they're playing. 2008 Georgia, last in conference. They won the SEC tournament. It, uh, got in the big dance as a 14 seed. So it's possible. Well, yeah, it can happen. And and I think the good news for Eric Mussman and company is that. They're playing better, and, and I'm actually writing about this for tomorrow, but through circumstances, that the, the injuries to Brazil um, and Minifield and Graham has reduced the rotation, and it's been more productive that way. And, and it's not saying it could be three different guys could be out and they could still be productive, but I think I think Musselman's has operated better having a tighter bench. And it's just been so hard to find the right combination Whose minutes do you reduce? It, at various times, it's been it's been Battle or it's been Ellis um, that has not gotten as much playing time, and then Adebo hasn't been um you know his minutes aren't what they've been in years past. So it's just been strange. Um, but before, and by the way, I researched this: if they win back to back games, it will be the first time since around Christmas that they did that, uh, which is really a, a stunning, you know. Track. And and then with Missouri, you think, okay, you know, they're 0-13 in the league. This will be a pushover game, but they're playing some of their best ball right now. Tennessee had a real battle to beat them earlier in the week. Um, and then the game before that, they had a real chance to win. So, um, And they played Ole Miss well recently. So this, this is not going to be an easy one. Um, you know, Sean East is back in the fold playing well. And that base guy really good at drawing fouls, and, and uh, he's a good shooter. So it'll be a tough one. Yeah, that's something we talked to Joe Klein about this week, and, and it's easy to discount. 
And we talked to Devo about it too. I mean, I think as a senior, you got to step up and say, "Hey, guys, we're you know, we won a game, but we're not we're not good enough to overlook anybody." And you're right. I mean, they're playing mm-hmm. much better, and it is not. Uh, it would not be a good look to lose that game at home after winning up there. And I mean, it was a. I remember that game up in uh, Columbia. I'm sure Missouri's probably got you know feels some kind of way about the way things went up there. It was pretty embarrassing the way they got smacked around by Arkansas that first time around, and they made it kind of interesting at the end. But Arkansas was was rolling in that game. Um, yeah, the yeah. Ole game yeah, over the weekend. Game was I pointed that earlier in the week. That was a, that was a close yeah. one too. So. Yeah, that that game was a lot bigger upset. I mean, a lot bigger route than what the final score looked like. Um, you know, it's all about relative momentum. I mean, Missouri they're not they're they're winless in conference play, but they have momentum. It's like the Razorbacks. This is like the best momentum feel that that you, they've had in, in a while. And I think I think Dennis Gates has come under some I don't know criticism for not being you know for being very stoic. And I I personally like his sideline demeanor as much as any coach in the league. But um, I think probably some criticism of that has gotten to him some. And so he he just dropped a, an f bomb the other day and said, "And make sure you guys print that." I don't know if y'all saw this, but. Oh. Um, he was fired up about, I, and, and you know what? It's, it's basically in defense of his team. They're not getting enough whistles blown against the other team on fouls and getting to the line. And so I think back to back, Ole Miss went to the line a bunch, and then, uh, uh, and then in our last game against Tennessee, uh, Tennessee went to the line more often. And so he's like saying, the officials need to more, call more fouls and put our team on the line more. So got to watch out for that Saturday too. Well, luckily he's on the road, so I don't know if he's going to get any kind whistles or not. Plus, when you don't win a conference game, they don't necessarily give you the uh, they don't give you the, uh, the benefit of the doubt a whole lot, do they, Tom? Seems like no, not typically. I mean, every once in a while you'll just see a real fluke game where the, the visiting team goes to the line a lot more, but it's it's not near as common um, for sure. Uh, but you know, they got guys who drive. I mean, East and Bates both drive a yeah. lot. Nick Honor a little bit, and so. They can. They have the potential of getting to the line. And Bates is a, a fantastic free throw shooter too. So, but you know that's always a point of emphasis for Arkansas. And you know in that last game, Mark drove a lot, Battle did a lot, and even though A and M shot more free throws, particularly in the early and middle parts of the game, you know A and M had to foul towards the end, but Arkansas was knocking them down. So they were getting the right guys to the free throw line: Mitchell, Battle, and Mark. Uh, last thing real quick, Tom, I want to ask you about the Arkansas women and lost last night at Texas A&M, and I would have considered that kind of a toss-up game, I guess, and they had a lead at the half, and um, sitting on the bubble, and you guys have done a good job of covering that and kind of keeping track of it, but just a few games left for them before the SEC tournament. What do you think they've got to do to get in to make sure that they're in, they're in pretty solid ground? Yeah, interesting you asked me that, because I was talking to Ethan Westerman, who, who covers them for us. Um, he, he feels like they need to win two of three to be in a better I mean, there's been so many pivotal games that if they'd won them, I mean, at Florida, the home game against Alabama, you, you name several, road game against Kentucky earlier in the year, that if they'd won those, they'd be in so much better position. Sunday feels like must win against Bandy. And then, of course, you got South Carolina. So, you know, that's discounted before you even play it. And then they, they finish yeah. at Ole Miss. And so if they could beat Bandy and win on the road at Ole Miss to cap the regular season, I think they might be on the right side of the bubble at that point. So, I mean, they, they truly are going to be – it's like the A&M men's basketball. Even though they've got a lot of wins against um, um, quad ones, they're on, I think they're on yeah. probably the wrong side of the bubble right now after the lost Arkansas. Yeah, the problem is you're not beating South Carolina with all due respect. I mean, A&M you yep. know, was right there with them. And Vanderbilt, same thing. They're all 6-7. and seven. That's not an easy game. And then going to Ole Miss, Ole Miss is sitting in third place. I mean, that's not easy. So they could easily lose all three of these games. Yeah, they they could. And Vandy's kind of had their number in recent games, so um, it, it's going to be a tough tough finish. And if they can if they can maybe show well against South Carolina and somehow pull an upset at Ole Miss, I think they're on the right side of this situation. Uh, but it's, it all starts with Sunday. I mean, I don't think I don't think they can afford to lose to Vanderbilt and somehow make the tournament unless they do spectacular things in the uh, SEC tournament. Gotcha. Tom, great stuff. Yep. appreciate you and the folks of the Democrat Gazette, and uh, we will talk to you again next week, man. Sounds like a good plan. See you all. Have a good weekend.
All right, boys. Tom Murphy from the Democrat Gazette. Real quick, I wanted to give a, a word of praise to, and I don't know if you guys read the paper. Pigskin, I imagine you do. DJ, I don't know if you're a regular newspaper reader. Yeah, uh, my previous co host. They still print them? Wasn't. Every day. Yeah, okay. They, well, they have them online, too. You can read them online if you prefer. That's what oh, okay. I do every morning. That's why it's nice having them with you on the road. But uh, they do an unbelievable job. And I know Rick Schaefer does not like to throw that word around loosely, but an unbelievable job covering high school basketball tournaments. You've got to go all over the state. you get got all these different teams. you got to print all these scores. I'm like, I don't know who enters all the data to put this stuff on. It doesn't. There's no AI bot that is able to just po- toss it in the in the hopper there so they can get it into the paper. But it is incredible how much they cover and how well they cover. And I already mentioned a couple of the games from last night. But, I mean, it is really impressive what the job that they do. And I don't know. I'm sure their staff is probably a tenth of the size as it was, you know, 15 years ago with the way things have gone. But it's uh, it's it's an amazing thing. And they really, really, really do a great job. And I certainly appreciate Tom and the guys that cover the college stuff. But that high school thing, man, with all the different classifications and all the games and all the different regionals all over the state, it really is not an easy thing, and I really want to give them the praise they deserve for the work that they do. So kudos to the folks at the Democrat Gazette. And you know, that's me being a high school athlete, I remember those days. That's the first thing I'm looking at the next morning. Uh, what are, what do they have in the paper? I was obsessed with it, you know. So like, it, it really Dude. is a big thing, and uh, I know a lot of kids and parents and all that appreciate it. But like you said, Justin, I think. People really don't understand that, like, you know, they'll, they'll travel two hours just to be there for ten minutes, check out the game, try to get mm-hmm. something from it. Then they got to drive another hour and a half to try to catch the tail end of another game, and it's just impressive. Yeah. Like you said, I don't know how they do it, with because uh, you know a lot of people are kind of getting away from that nowadays. So very short staff, yeah. but they still make well, it happen. So that's awesome. I love it. When I was yeah. when I was a kid, I cut out all the clippings of when my name was in the uh, Des Moines Register. So both those clippings. DJ are in my scrapbook. <laughs> I was going to say, how many weeks? How many weeks? Oh. That was like two times. Two okay. times. I had one really good game. I got in the paper. I got to mention. It was nice. So that was it. I still got uh, We're going to go to Saudi Arabia after the... You, uh, you Listen, you got a whole stack of uh, stuff. I mean, you got a Mackey Award. You don't need to worry about newspaper clippings. Uh, we're going to go to Saudi Arabia after the break. First time we've ever done an interview with someone who's in Saudi Arabia. It's Brad Cox, the trainer, who's got the favorites in the big races at Oakland this week. And he's also got a horse that's got a real shot over in the big race in Saudi Arabia. So we're going to talk to him. He's got a busy weekend, and uh, we'll do it on the other side. Yeah, it uh, sounds like a plan. I also too, Justin. Uh, I was outside here just a second ago. Oh my gosh, it's it's a weekend to be in Oakland. You know, it is a weekend to be in Oakland for sure. And I tell you what, if you're trying to get here and you ain't got a car, well, you need to make a stop in Jacksonville first. Why is that? Because our friends at Guatney Chevrolet they still got this amazing deal going on just to the end of February. So you still got time to take advantage of this 2.9 percent interest that they have on all their loans they're giving out there for payments for the vehicle. That's compared to a national average of around 8 to 9%. They got great selections when it comes to Silverados. Uh, you're going to get that for under $48,000. Also, they got a 24 Equinox. thing is sharp, great gas mileage. You can find that for under $23,000. They also want to help you out with the payments as well. Uh, after you get that awesome payment plan with 2.9%, they're going to give you 120 days before you have to make your first Payment. Once again, that's going to be a Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Last night in college basketball, a few natural state programs continued their winning ways. First up, Witterock took care of Southeast Missouri State, beating them 83-61. They were led by Jameer Chaplin, who had 19 points and 11 rebounds. It was their sixth win in a row. They'll go for their seventh against Lindenwood tomorrow. Tip is set for 3.30. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. Arkansas State won their fifth game in a row, beating Troy 79-71. The Red Wolves are now four games back of first in the Sunbelt Conference. They'll face South Alabama and Jonesboro at 2.30 tomorrow. That game can be streamed on ESPN+. Arkansas will take on Missouri at home tomorrow. Tip for that game is set for 11 a.m. Coverage can be heard on The Buzz. Stay tuned afterwards for the Guatney Automotive postgame show. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Connor has...
has cash. Once again, Connor has cash at the Pickles Gap Weapon Shack in Conway. Connor will buy your used weapon or he will buy your entire collection. Once again, Connor has cash and he wants to buy your used weapons at the Pickles Gap Weapon Shack, Highway 65 North in Conway. There are trucks, and then there's the truck. GMC's tough and rugged Sierra Denali heavy-duty pickup. And just for playing this week at Saracen Casino Resort, you could win one from Smart GMC. Winning is as easy as simply playing your favorite Saracen games. Play for your chance to be driving home a GMC Denali HD tomorrow. It's not just any truck, and Saracen Casino is not just any casino. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800 522 4700 Attention Arkansans, low interest rates are back at Red River Ford of Cabot. And we've got a huge selection of new Ford F-150s. And you can get 1.9% for 72 months. Folks, you heard me right, 1.9%. Like I said, low interest rates are back. And at Red River Ford, we've also got the discounts to go along with it. Make that easy drive here to exit 19 or check us out at RedRiverFordCabot.com. For Arkansas's best buying experience. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. You're back in the zone. You know, it can get weird on the show from time to time. Quit waving your meat in my face. Let's see how weird it gets today. She's a very kinky girl. All right, we are uh, back in Oakland getting set for Rebel Weekend. And we are hoping to hear from Brad Cox, who's over at the Saudi Cup. Yeah, and we will talk to him. Sure. It's uh, getting fun out here. Pigskin just uh, saw a big flyer they got out here for the sumo wrestlers coming next week. He's trying to wrap his mind around how they get that big, you know. And uh, we said they're nimble too. They be moving. They got twinkle toes. They're moving. They're, they're moving. good athletes. No, they're Why couldn't you get one of those guys actually... and make him a nose tackle in football? Oh man, they'd be, be impossible to move. Now I don't know. Yeah. Conditioning-wise, where yeah. they are. You they, know. He couldn't go like 60 minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Six I would say, seconds. I'd say two plays, maybe. <laughs> but you're going to run out of juice. But, you know, goal line well, stand, can give you a game oh. on the line, put them I in. Think, yeah. Could it give you 16, 20 snaps a game? I'd think so. But yeah, I don't know if that's sure. something that they're interested in. 16 plays um, to change a game. Anyway, Brad Cox is in Saudi Arabia, so I don't know how phone service is over there. Hopefully he doesn't have AT&T, but I don't know what the situation is. So if we hear from him, we hear from him. We can't dial out. We're having all kinds of issues, so I don't know what the deal is. Uh, Christian, you might try to call him um, and just on your cell phone and then if and just tell him, you know, because I did text him, but hopefully he's getting it, but you might try that just to be to be safe. Hey, Pigskin, uh, again, yeah. drawing your ire is not my goal, but I do want to mention I was looking up some numbers. And, I, and, again, I don't think it's a disrespectful thing to compare McCarthy and Brock Purdy, as we were debating earlier. I know you do, apparently, but I went back and looked at it, and uh, Purdy averaged a little over 3,000 yards passing per Mm -hmm. season. He was also a decent runner. He ran for almost 1,200 yards in his four years at Iowa State. And, oh, by the way, he also quarterbacked his team to the Super Bowl, so it's not like he's a total bum. I looked at McCarthy's numbers, pretty similar. I mean, from a rushing standpoint, very close. And from a passing standpoint, he never had a 3,000-yard season. As we mentioned, not to say that he couldn't throw for 4,000 yards if he had to. That's just not what he was required to do within that we offense. We didn't have to throw because we fact. ran. I know. No, we, I get it. Well, I mean, I'm not. Okay. again, I, I like McCarthy. I'm not knocking him. I just said the comp, I think, is fair. When you look at the numbers from his collegiate days, I think the comps are right there. Well, we'll see. So there you go. 
I would say yeah. the big comp, Justin, would be, I think a lot of people are saying um, that Brock Purdy was a game manager, not necessarily a difference maker. But now, obviously, that, that term has been talked about a lot this year, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. You need the guys that can, you know, do that and play the game well. Would you say McCarthy is a game manager, or if he needed to, could he be a difference maker? No, Cade McNamara was a game manager who went to Iowa. McCarthy is a difference maker, a okay. playmaker. Okay. So, yeah, he's not a game manager. <laughs> but here's I don't the way think Brock Purdy's a game DJ. manager. Let me, give, let me give you a preview. If McCarthy goes to the league and has massive success... And I bring it up, Justin will say, A, nobody likes and I told you so, pigskin. And two, all the people that dissed him will deny ever having done so. Because I've been well, on None, none years, of us. This is yeah, what, happens. what happens. I'm not saying you. No, no. You generally are good yeah. at admitting when you're wrong. But I'm talking about all the other guys. I was on Joe Franklin. I'm not wrong. Franklin, I'm... Franklin was going crazy about this, that I said McCarthy was better than half of the quarterbacks in the league. And he just thought that was incredible. I'm like... Half of the quarterbacks in the NFL are bums. That's why everybody's trying to trade up or get a free agent or draft you know, somebody in the anyway. But you know, we'll yeah, I'm not going to have to say I'm sorry because I think McCarthy's a good player. I think he's a really good player. And I also my point is, you cut an NFL quarterback who threw for over 4,000 yards and made it to the Super Bowl and played well in the Super Bowl. I don't think it's embarrassing to say it's a comp. I don't. I don't know. Mm, that doesn't mean fair. McCarthy won't be great. Maybe he'll win five. So, I anyway, this, I, I mean, there are a lot uh, of guys. Do you remember a, a kind of a crude line that Eddie Murphy had about going to Hollywood? It said, if Jimmy Walker's having success with the ladies, I'm really going to have success <laughs> with the ladies. Okay, I think that about McCarthy. If, if Purdy can go to the league and have this kind of success, I think McCarthy could be a juggernaut. But, you well, know, he is also, we'll too, see. on a very loaded team, you know, so it depends on sure. where he lands. That's a lot of it. If yeah. Tom I mean, Brady doesn't go and, and uh, Drew Bledsoe rips his intestines out, we never heard of him. Yeah. So I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say, yeah, most teams that make it to the Super Bowl have pretty good teams. I mean, let's, uh, well, I mean, that's, they have that's good part quarterbacks. of it. You know, Kane, Kane asked me, he said, so what's it going to take for you to say that Purdy's not a bum? I said, if, we, if he wins the Super Bowl. But look, if he makes the Super Bowl, he's obviously an excellent quarterback. I'm not trying to push back on that. I just, I am just yeah. stunned because I saw the guy in college. There's a reason he was the last guy taken in the draft, okay? It wasn't like I was the only one that saw that, but maybe he got better. Well, I don't know what happened. Brady was almost there, too. When was Brady taken? <laughs> yeah, and Brady played for Lloyd Carr, who would have made Joe Montana look lousy. So some of that is, is situation and coaching, and I, I get all that. And look, for all yeah. Harbaugh's success, you know, as a quarterback and as a coach, Harbaugh has not had a lot of quarterbacks that have put up big numbers. He doesn't like he likes tight ends yeah. with the hand in the ground. He mm-hmm. likes the fullback. He like it's old school football. So you're not going to have great numbers in that system. Yeah, Purdy choked in some key moments, definitely, or didn't have he his best stuff in every stuff key, in key moment moments. In college, Iowa State could have been like ten and two. Oh wow! And, instead of seven and five, and he was always he's like fumbling well, in the last thirty seconds. Just weird uh, stuff. I mean. I was and then look, Justin was not Justin was not a big fan of Purdy in his last year either, as I recall. Is that fair? No, he was frustrating. I mean he completed seventy two percent of his passes. But I was frustrated at some big moments too. Okay. That's well, they played in the Big 12 championship game, but he they, they had their yeah. moments. I mean, he, he was frustrating at times, but he did have a very, very... There are a lot of guys who would pay a lot of money to have the college career that he's had and the early part of his pro career as well. Hey, he's done he's nothing great, wrong at the he's play. A and the thing is, you can be surrounded right by now. talent. Yeah, he's he thrown for over four, he threw for over 4,000 yards last year, and so anybody that wants to disrespect him can. But, again, when you look at the guy's career so far, I don't know how you can do anything but give respect. And part of the reason I think he didn't get drafted, DJ, and you know this... You know how this game works. You got to have certain measurables. They love that. He's, small. he's six one, right. and probably not even. Yeah, no. yeah. he's two twenty. Now he's thick, but he's not. Uh, he's not a very tall guy. McCarthy's got a few inches on him, well, and so he's going to be a hot, even hotter commodity in part Bowl, because of that. But, but Brock Purdy won that game against the Lions with his scrambling. His scrambling oh, broke yeah. their back. Oh yeah, those were the big plays. I mean, if they just tackle the guy in the pocket, the Lions are playing in the Super Bowl. So, part of my. Uh, uh, Part of my uh, 
lukewarmness toward the man probably has to do with the fact that he sent my team home. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So you didn't like that, huh? No, I hated it. <laughs> I've been waiting for 60 years for the Lions to get to a Super Bowl, DJ. We finally have a chance, and we lose to Brock Purdy. Who is the uh, best quarterback in your Answer opinion the phone. that played at Michigan? Oh, sorry, what? Who is the best quarterback that played at uh, Michigan? You mean in my lifetime or ever? While they were at Michigan. Rick Leach. Rick Leach. Uh, Rick Leach is the gold standard. Yeah. Now, obviously, he didn't win a national championship, but Leach was better than anyone I've seen there. Cool. Yeah. TJ, how tall are you? Arkansas. How, are you looking at my... Technically, I'm six... Not technically. I am six one and seven eighths. Right underneath... Do you think that two. if you were six five, you would have played in the league three more years? Oh he'd my st- god! He'd still be no playing doubt. if he had been six five. Six five, because yes. you got to think at that level, you know, weight, uh, body composition, uh, the fat, and everything. It, it's it is so detailed and so measurable, and so for every inch that you can have, that's a pretty much an extra ten pounds. And so you know, me playing at six one and seven eighths, weighing. I, it was hard for me to weigh 240. You know, during season, I get down to like 235. You're going to get tossed out the club, you know, being it a tight end that size. It was remarkable that you did <laughs> yeah. what you did at yeah. that height. You get it, tossed it, out it, the club. It really yeah. was. Uh, but no, 6'5", weigh about 260. Oh, man. That would have been nice. And still moving. Like, you saw Greg Olson. He was probably all yeah, 258, six, mm. six, four and a half, six, five, and he ran a 4'4". I mean, it was unreal. You get these five guys with long arms. They're just almost impossible to cover. You can be on them, and they just go up and take it away. Jason Witten, great example. Slow as molasses, but he he could get open. Yeah. Pick six Uh, overtime champion. No excuse, though, right? I I just should have been faster. Arkansas blew it. Arkansas blew that game. Why you got to bring up Jason Witten? Anyway, uh, (laughs) Pigskin, I met met, uh, Greg Olson this weekend. And he is an impressive-looking dude, and he could not be nicer. And he—I he I like wish him Bill all the Hader, best. The actor, he's like Hater's brother. <laughs> he does a little bit. They're he unbelievable. Does. Yeah, but he, I thought he was good on there. And that, didn't he get like fired or demoted, and they're putting somebody else? Well, in instead? your boy Brady's going to slide in as the lead guy, and so he's got to look for it. But I, guess what? I don't like that. Nobody, nobody knows if Brady's going to be interesting. It's the same thing as Nick Saban. Yeah, Saban was the goat as a coach. He needs a personality transplant. He's boring. I mean, he's not going to say anything interesting. I think Brady's going to be kind of the, like the, the only concern with Brady is if he gets too analytical and too quarterback talk, which is sometimes, like we said, too insider baseball. Greg Olson just did a phenomenal job having that personality. He was great. Dumbing it down and said, hey, hey, I'm, we're not going to get into all these X's and O's. Let's just talk some football. And uh, his knowledge, is, that goes to show, too, a lot of people, um, how well he saw the game on all spectrums lets you know a little insight of football players at that level. Smart. I mean, it's, oh man, they, they all have these to guys be smart. Are smart. They You're have not to smart. Be. You ain't getting it done. So yeah. Who would be the exception? Oh goodness! Every quarterback the Lions have had until this one. <laughs> oh man, we've had about twenty of them. Hey, Justin, Chuck Long, your man Wayne Smith Chuck- just walked in. Yeah. Okay. In Let's the take flesh, a break. Baby. We'll come back and we'll. I love it. Well, he was scheduled to be here at eleven forty-five, so I don't have it. Uh, I'm not surprised in the least that he's early, so we will take a quick break, come back, and we'll visit with the general manager of Oakland. Stay tuned. You're in the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Does life keep you busy? You and your heart have something in common, but keeping your heart healthy doesn't have to be complicated. February is Heart Month, and the perfect time to take CHI St. Vincent's Commit to Two Challenge and strengthen your heart with just two steps. Start by making one simple lifestyle change to improve your body's most important muscle. Commit to two and sign up for our free e-newsletter to get expert tips and free gifts that will help you take charge of your heart health. Learn more at chistvincent.com slash heartsmart. Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390 or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville for a test drive and more savings on your favorite Chevy models. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Arkansas treasure Maya Angelou writes, 
The woman who survives intact and happy must be at once tender and tough. She must have convinced herself that she, her values, and her choices are important. In a time and world where males hold sway and control, the pressure upon women to yield their right of way is tremendous. And it is under those very circumstances that the woman's toughness must be in evidence. Double B salutes the wonderful women of Arkansas. And our 34 locations around the state are here to bring quality, convenience, and value to you. Come on by, and you'll be greeted like family with a warm welcome to Doublebees. Doublebees, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies, the number one sports bar in Little Rock and your Razorback basketball headquarters. This week, the Hogs take on Texas A&M Tuesday at 6 and Missouri Saturday at 11 a.m. With Brewskies' legendary Brewskitron, plenty of TVs to watch the game. March Madness right around the corner, so make sure you catch all the games at Brewskies. To this week, Texas A&M Tuesday at 6, Missouri Saturday at 11 a.m. Brewskies, your home for lunch. Happy hour and late night and don't forget two locations downtown little rock and the brand new brewskis north can't get enough of us on the radio follow us on twitter at justin acre seven at dj 45 williams and at c weaver 1037 this ain't texas can't get enough of us on the radio that's your option if you're getting too much of us on the radio well you know what else to do, but please don't do that. Uh, welcome you back in. Oaklawn is the place to be this weekend, and obviously this time of year, especially when the weather's like this, it is the only place to be. Wayne Smith, the general manager of Oaklawn, joining us today. And, Wayne, uh, you couldn't ask for a whole lot more for the weekend pending. you got incredible fields for your races. You've got great crowds on tap. you got perfect weather. The infield's open. I mean, I don't know what else you want, but I would say uh, there's a lot to be excited about. We want big crowds. If if we can get it, but the weather is uh, definitely in our favor. Uh, spring is in the air, so hopefully everybody's ready to get out of the uh, out of their houses and uh, come over to Oaklawn for the infield. And we've got lots of things going on out there. Plus, uh, the best, as you mentioned, the best uh, horse racing in North America. I don't know if you and DJ had, had a chance to uh, run into each other before, but he is our new co-host, so I'm sure you guys have exchanged pleasantries already. But uh, we're excited about it, and he's still trying to learn a little bit more about what's going on with horse racing, and uh, but he does know how to have a good time, so he, he knows what to oh, do at Oakland for sure. I know how to have a good, I know how to have a great time. Uh, we, we're starting to meet, getting to yeah. know a little about it, uh, a little bit about each other from Rhode Island. Yep. he is. He was you. You are a Yankee fan in Boston territory, but you're also a Dallas Cowboy fan too, right? That is correct. It's pretty interesting uh, mashup there, but uh, no, I'm starting to learn a little bit about them, and I, uh, like I said, I'm new to the racing aspect. But as far as Oakland is concerned, I've had a few good nights here. That's it's good a, time. That's it's good great. time. Yeah, it's that's real good awesome. time. Yeah, especially when the, uh, when the season gets good to get out on the lake, then come here, get a room, and then gamble a little bit. Yes, it's a good time here at Oakland. Very well, good time. Mm-hmm. So. Wayne, what do you want to? Uh, I'm assuming the hotel is jamming this weekend. Do you guys have any any openings left, or is it uh, you guys full for the weekend? Uh, we uh, we're, we're we're full. Uh, we are full. We're full in our restaurants. Uh, uh, tonight you might find something. Sunday you might find something in the restaurants. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, tomorrow everything is jam packed. All of our restaurants on the racing side, casino side, the hotel is jammed. Uh, we've just got uh, in, in the infield. Hopefully, will be jammed. And um, again, it's uh, you know horse racing from from twelve to twelve noon till um, almost six p.m. Uh, and then obviously. Obviously, the fun begins on the casino side right right after that. So, uh, yeah, we're very, very excited about the weekend. Honestly, we needed this this weather. We've been begging for it for uh, uh, yeah. for, for, for months now. And so, um, so yeah, we're very, very fortunate. And we just uh, – actually, the crowd's starting to come in now. So this, this could be a great sign for, for, for what we're going to see. 
Well, and you, I know you guys added a couple of race days, April 7th and May 5th, and the April 7th day, it's my birthday, but that's not the point. It's well, also the Eclipse weekend. Mm. Now, thank you. Uh, that weekend is going to be wild because you got two concerts in the event center, but you've also got some activities related to the Eclipse, correct? That is correct. So we're really, um, I, who knows what to anticipate, to be quite honest with you, th- with the way things are, uh, are have, have been in other states that have had uh, the path of totality uh, come over their, their city. So um, we're expecting, you know, three plus hundred thousand people to descend on hot springs and, mm. and um, so we're, we're planning for that so one of the things that we did is um, we've got racing uh, Thursday Friday uh, Saturday racing uh, concert that night uh, with Mitchell Tenpenny. We've got um, racing on Sunday now uh, with the infield open. Hopefully the weather's great. Um, as we know, early April can be kind of suspect, but but um, we're hopeful that we have great great weather then. Really, um, this might be a great a great time to introduce people to horse racing yeah. uh, that, that aren't used yeah. to that, right? So uh, so well, that's one of the great things for that. Plus we have Better Than Ezra. Better Than Ezra, right? How's it get better than it that? It doesn't get better than Ezra. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, are you guys going to yeah. equip the horses with special eclipse glasses so they can look at the eclipse? They'll be in their star. Hey, we have those at Doublebees. I can get you a deal okay. on them if you, you need You know what? Some. We'll talk. Okay. We'll, we'll talk afterwards. Yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, then, then then Monday we're doing a festival kind of thing out in the infield, $20 uh, ahead for, for folks to come in and uh, just enjoy. We, we've got uh, uh, Cliff and Susan outside mm. um, on, on the stage. Uh, we've got uh, two other local bands, uh, one from Coming from uh, from Louisiana, and um, and I forget where the other one's from. But anyways, we're just going to kind of do a festival outside. We've got uh, food trucks and and uh, tents and just a lot of uh, all the things we're doing this weekend in the infield. We're doing out out for for, for the eclipse. Just getting people out. We're really going to yeah. go till like five or six at night, so that we don't so that we l- limit or, or 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 help alleviate yeah. some of the traffic concerns. It's a, a safe bet, uh, it, it, I would assume, because people traveling in from out of state. Like, they're coming from all across the country. That's right. It's a once-in-a-lifetime event. This one won't happen. I can't remember the math, but we won't be around for the next time this yeah, happens. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, Speak for yourself, DJ. Say, I'm going to live forever. Calm oh, yeah, down. you're living forever? Okay, my yeah. bad. But uh, right, as buddy. far as a safe Modern medicine bet, and my uh, high rate of income? Absolutely. No chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is, like I said, it would, be, it, would, it would be so unfortunate if it was a bad weather day. The good thing, though, if they come to Oakland, you're still going to have a party, you know what I mean? Uh, so whether you can see it or not, but imagine traveling, you know, three states away and just parking it in some field and not being able to see it. You'd miss out on it. I'm so. calling it right now. Yeah. Clear skies for the total eclipse of the heart. Dang. Okay. Hey, hey Justin, here. if you're Punks on a roll. Chuck, why don't you take it easy? Hey, yeah? Justin, say you're on a roll on the, on the tables, and, uh, I mean, you're on fire, but it's about time to go out and look at the eclipse. What are you doing? Uh, we might close the table to. Oh, allow, really? You want to make, allow people to go outside? <laughs> Is that what's yeah, going to happen? Yeah, Wayne, they're on, on, on a roll. We want to close the table so okay. we can change the, change the luck up. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Wayne, never who, disrespect I, a winning streak. I That's forgot never. who I was talking to. My That's bad. Right. I get it. I get it. Justin, what would you do? Wait, Wayne, I'm an idea guy. Let me make a suggestion. Now, listen, okay. you don't need my help. But you guys have already had a couple racing days. Why don't we just throw April 8th in there, too? And make it, and it, make, you got the feature race, but you're going to run it first thing in the morning, right when it's happening. You got the Eclipse Stakes, and it would be so cool watching the horses run around while the, it gets dark outside. I don't think it'd be amazing. Well, I, that's a great point. The only issue is, is no one knows how the horses are going to react to the, to oh, the change. Never thought so they about might, that. They the might pattern. freak out. Well, who knows? You know, going from going from light to dark to light yes. again. Well, we, we know animals do. The nocturnal animals, they're going to think it's nighttime, yeah. so they're going to go ahead and wake up, right. they're going to get into their routine, and then nice. they're going to be like, whoa, 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 what's mm-hmm. going on? And apparently go back to sleep yeah, or can... whatever they do. So right. we, we, don't, just, we don't want... We c- yeah, plus we have... Yeah, Obviously, we we have a ton of uh, um, we have a ton of things going on in the infield that we just didn't want to want to get yeah. folks um, get get horses all freaked out with everything going on. By the yeah. way, I will also add: don't forget the weekend before the eclipse is Arkansas Derby Day. Mm. 
Oakland. So there is like, that. You're going to need too. to take a nap the, I mean, the we, week after that. You're oh going to be exhausted. Oh, Lord. We're going to be, it's going to be one heck of a week. Actually, Crazy. one heck of a month because you got St. Patty's Day two two weeks b- before. Then oh, you yeah. got Arkansas Derby with 60 plus thousand here. Uh, then you got Easter Sunday. Uh, then you've got planning for the eclipse week. So All the party people will be at Oaklawn. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's the way, it's the way place, we are the place to be. Tell me now if... Uh, There's no doubt. Uh, Justin, I don't know if you know about my ladies here. Um, you know, she's never been to Oakland. First time. She's Why never, not? She's never seen the horses race. She's just busy schedule. You're not from Ar- Arkansas. You know, you know, she's from here. She was uh, Miss Arkansas, but, you know, they usually come out of here and do a little thing yeah, with Miss yeah. Arkansas. Uh-huh. She was double booked that day, so she couldn't make it, you know. So this is going to be her first race. Uh, but me, selfishly speaking, what's a yes. good weekend I could come up here with my lady? Have a nice little... Well, what's that look like? Any weekend. Any weekend? Any any, any day, any weekend. Um, it doesn't have to be horse racing, but obviously we'd want you to do that. Um, obviously the hotel is, yeah. is the place you want to stay. Yeah. Get a nice staycation in. Um, plus, uh, you need to... By the way, it is a Forbes-rated hotel now. For Forbes is the standard on all service. Uh, and so we are a recommended hotel. We also are one of 201 spas in the world. Oh. to have a four-star Forbes rating that we just got a week ago. So uh, our spa, called the Astral Spa, is there's nothing like it, in number one, in Arkansas, but certainly not within our region. Again, there are only 201 total spas in the world that have a four-star designation, and we are one of those. Dang. So um, Congratulations. Definitely got, got, to, got to get a spa treatment. Um, or two. I, I don't... I don't know how Forbes got in charge of uh, making that list, but it makes a lot more sense than tire people rating restaurants. So I'm going to go with it, and I like it. Uh, let me ask you this, Wayne. Uh, you know, I, I'm not always listening for the morning show the whole time, um, but they do usually get the breaking news, and I understood that you broke some news on the morning show today. So let's share it with our listeners as well. You got some big events coming up? We sure do. Uh, obviously, on, on top of all the other uh, entertainment that, that we have in the event center, uh, Mitchell Tenpenny, Better Than Ezra that we talked about, Gary Allen's coming up, Los Lobos is coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, uh, we actually added two more. Uh, one that goes on sale next week is Travis Tritt for September. Uh, and then uh, we also have not, we're not going to go out on sale yet, probably a couple weeks from that, but uh, we have Jay Leno coming to us in August, August 3rd. Dang. So that's a, that's a, those are two big gets for us, um, and uh, we're that really is. excited. So we've, we've got about so 10 do you get more like that are coming up. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. I, I know you, and then we haven't even talked about I know you guys have plans for the infill and doing some stuff out there. Now, when Jay Leno comes, do you put him in a room and put his chin in another room, or how does that work? <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what what do you expect from? Is he going to come to a, a set or? Yeah, I mean, he, wow. If you recall, I don't know if you know if you really followed Jay Leno uh-huh. way back in the day, but uh, you're a little young for that. But the, yeah, it's Mitch. Uh, but uh, he started out out as a stand-up. Yeah, uh, tours all the time, tours. like Seinfeld. And yeah, he, and uh, Love he, doing shows. He does a lot of stuff. Even when he was doing the Tonight Show for all those years, mm-hmm. he yeah. would actually go to the Comedy Store and do a set cool. uh, just off the just off the cuff. Yeah. And so. Well, I'll, so yeah, so I'll say that we're Yeah, I like Leno better as a stand-up than I did on the Tonight Show, to be honest with you, by, by a very no good margin. There's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Wayne, we, we got to run. I thank you for the time. Thanks for all the hospitality. We'll talk to you soon. We can't thank you so, so much for all your support. All right, we're back at Oakland after this. Push the boundaries and no, no barriers. The wake up at nooners and dessert before dinner eaters. The jackpot dancers and sequined pantsers, the risk takers and heartbreakers, the hapless, the rogue, and the hopeless romantics. Our time has come. Play bold at the new Southland.